Facts of Faith with Nae Lupondwana, 7 to 8 p.m. Good evening, welcome. You're listening to Facts of Faith with me, Nayir Lupondwana, here on SFM, leading the conversation. We're together until 8 o'clock, and tonight we're asking the question on Facts of Faith Why should men and women of faith, when they disagree, when they disagree, they fight as though they are not men? and women of faith. Why is it that leaders who are leaders of faith fight and battle as though they're not leaders of communities of faith? Now this you'll see mainly within those who claim to be reading the Bible. Christians seem to have fights and battles that spill over so overtly into the public domain to the extent that they take each other to court. Not too long ago, less than a decade ago, less than five years ago, we saw the Nazareth church taking one another to to, to court. The Nazareth or Nazarene church Leaders taking one another to court. Not to forget that the Zion Christian Church also had brawls and fights taking each other to court. And now, in the past months or so, we've been seeing leaders like Prophet Bushir and Prophet Muburu taking each other to court. Now, you might wonder, what's wrong with that? They are law-abiding citizens. They are taking each other to court. That's where things are supposed to go, to court. Actually, people who read the Bible have a text in that Bible, which is the predicate of our question for tonight, that do not fight and take your fights to unbelievers. Fight and take your disputes and resolve them within and among yourselves. But Christians, in the main, seem to be taking their battles to court. I'm sure you've seen, I'll be reading you some of the headlines that have caught our attention about Prophet Bushiri and Prophet Muburo. And they spill over, they produce videos, they post them on their social media platforms, fighting one against the other. That's what we're asking, we're trying to get understanding of for today. Why? Why do leaders, why is it that they have these fights spilling over into the public domain? Is it acceptable for religious leaders to pursue the court in solving issues? Why? Why as a man of God do you take the route of court when the Bible reaches or teaches forgiveness and if not forgiveness, find somebody within your faith who's going to resolve your issues. We're reading you the text we're talking about and some of the headlines that have caught our attention and we'll take your call your calls. 0891-104-207, 0891-104-207. We have invited both Prophet Bushiri and Prophet Muboro. Let's see who has honored that invite. You're listening to Facts of Faith. I'm Nayelu Pondwana. Sylvester, let's begin. Hashtag SAFM Facts of Faith. Let me introduce you to uh, the only guest that I see is on the line. That is uh, Incredible Happenings Church Leader, self-proclaimed Prophet Paseka Muporo Mutsuening. Prophet Mutsuening, good evening to you and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening. Well, we're really grateful that you have decided to talk to us. And we are curious to find out, and by the way, I want to reiterate this point, that we have extended an invitation not only to Prophet Muboro, but we have invited Prophet Bushiri as well. But Prophet Bushiri has decided not to come, and we 
respect. He's arrested. We have decided that we are going to come up with anyone who is willing to participate. And I'm still saying, if he is willing, wherever he is, we would like to interview him. We would like to give him the opportunity to speak on the matter, wherever he is. Now, we do know that people do speak, whether they're out of the country, whether on the, on the other side of the keys of lockdown, or whether they are locked in prison or detention, they are able to speak, should they be willing to speak. This platform is not for one side of this story. It's for all. It is for all, including Prophet Bushir. In the event that he is now ready, comfortable within this year, we will be willing to take his side of the story. But we appreciate the fact that Prophet Muboro is here to speak, and we honor that, and we will give him the chance to have his say. And let no one say we are favoring him above the other. That said, let's get down to the issue of the day. We're seeing headlines, Prophet, about you and Prophet Bushiri. And before we read the headlines, what they say, we would like to give you the opportunity to state exactly what the actual truth is, lest we miss the point. So this is your chance, Prophet. Do explain to South Africans what exactly is going on. Prophet Wuburu? Yes, yes, I'm just moving away from uh, noise. Uh, yeah, now I can... You said you, you're giving me a chance before you do what that's the only part I missed. No, before I read the headlines that speak about you, I would like to give you the opportunity to... Give us the actual story so that we understand the context from which the headlines are reporting what is happening. Uh, well, let me greet you and thank you for having me. Uh, though there is quite a number of things now that are, are happening yeah. from where we started. Uh, uh, yeah. No. What happened was I received uh, complaints uh, from people who were alleging to be victims that they, they had issues. So that time I tried to communicate with the other uh, uh, fellow colleague in the lot. Uh, unfortunately, things didn't work out for us to communicate and address and fix the issues. What you are not aware of, I'm a president of the movement that is called Church Mandate Turnaround Movement, which has become the voice uh, of, of, of the people who need solutions spiritually, economically, uh, and many other aspects of life. Uh, you know, people of gender-based violence, people who are faced with disasters, uh, pastors with issues with others, and, and communities and pastors, not only that, but issues that are affecting uh, people and bringing the image of the church, what is the church, what is the role of the church, what is the mandate. So people came with those complaints, and then... That's how I got involved into this. Then we ended up uh, in the whole thing. I was taken to court for defamation of character. Uh, and then I had to defend, and the, the court dismissed it, uh, and all that. So that's what happened. I was taken by, by, by the prophet. And, 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 and then I had to answer there, and then, then I had to come on my Facebook. So, sorry, Prophet. Oh, who, which, who, who took you to court? Who, who were... Well, Prophet Bushir. All right. And who, who alleged that you were defaming? Were you defaming him, allegedly? 
No, what happened was that I was stating facts of what was happening in the in those incidents, and uh, whatever the victims were crying about, I was at, I had to address them through the Facebook because yeah. the access and the right to speak to him that time, I, I didn't have it. And I was not given that opportunity. So I had to say, talk, let's talk, let's talk. Because that thing didn't happen, then I ended up using that platform. Yeah. And and when when you say you were taken to court, when were you taken to court? I think it was um, somewhere in September. Yeah, it was in September. All right. When I was taken to court on urgent basis, the lawyer who was representing was a senior advocate, a senior counsel advocate, Dalimpov. Yeah. And other, uh, you know, uh, senior advocate. There were two senior advocates and one lawyer, and also I had to get two senior advocates and one lawyer. <laughs> it was quite, it's a very expensive exercise. It was a big thing. It yeah, always it is. is. It always is, yeah, Prophet. All right. And you, you, you're saying you won that case? Well, the judge said we need to prove there must be a trial first. Yes. Uh, because if now I'm interdicted from speaking, uh, you know, against uh, the prophet that time, and say whatever, uh, you know, because there is no truth in it and the defamation and all this. I'm just talking of the matter that went before court and that went public. And tomorrow we are supposed to go to court again. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed to go to, to court again tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And so uh, this is not the first time, however, that you and Prophet Bushiri went to court, is it? Yeah, it was the first one. And this is the second one where that one was dismissed. Then they applied for an urgent hearing, uh, you know, because they, 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 they were concerned, complaints that I'm continuing. Every day, you skip a day, I was there, and you'll get the views of 200,000, 300,000, 100,000 in a day, uh, 50,000. It was quite heavy, and, and everybody talks about it in the townships and in the cities. It's a, it's a big story. Yeah. All right. So they had to to try uh, uh, that route. All right. We're going to take a break and come back. When we come back, I want you to tell us exactly what is it that it is alleged you have against Prophet Bushiri. Because when you look at some of the reports, both on news media and social media, it would appear as though there is some gripe or beef and I'm using social media terminology here, or disagreements. And on your page, on your uh, social media pages, you seem to be making allegations against uh, Prophet Bushiri. When we come back, I'll give you the opportunity to state those unequivocally. And I do understand that some of the stuff that you are going to be talking about is sheer allegation. It still will have to be tested in court. Uh, but I'll give you the opportunity and the, the value of, of discretion what you what you'll say will be up to you but shortly after the break just stand by welcome back and thank you very much for sticking around you're still listening to facts of faith today we're trying to tackle something that seems to be bedeviling and i'm using that phrase deliberately this issue of fights between clergy leaders of faith particularly and specifically in the christian faith where you see prophet moporo and Prophet Bushiri, otherwise known as Major One, in and out of court. And we see Prophet Moporo going to police stations, laying complaints and having problems, allegedly, against another prophet. We'll get to the theological stuff somewhat later, but let's get the groundwork with the actual facts. Prophet Moporo. Oh, this is your chance. Go ahead. What exactly is going on between the two of you? No, what, what is happening now, uh, the tone I was using that time. Yeah. Uh, if you can follow Prophet Borrow Times, my Facebook, 
it has changed. So certain things, uh, some will wonder why I will not come blazing with fire and and all that. Uh, are you still there? I'm still here, Prophet. I'm still here. Go ahead. Yeah. Because cases were opened. I will not accuse anyone without any proof, without any, any fact. What I wanted was Prophet Bushiri to talk to me. It didn't. Now, the family of Major One approached me and his church leaders to say, Prophet, we see what is happening, what we are fighting for. Uh, we took note of the facts and some realities. Uh, can we fix this? And then, because as a prophet in this country, if anyone sees the need to correct their mistakes and to engage on bringing solutions that will rebuild and that will change lives. So I have no choice but to uh, retreat, to withdraw, and focus on building. All I can say right now is that we are in talks and we have agreed in principle that all the alleged you know, uh, the, the issues we're fighting for it had to do with people who were alleged victims uh, in the issues of that money, uh, you know, uh, scam where people invested and lost money. Prophet Bushir also, he, he says he was also robbed in the, in the whole process and all that. So to look at the victims, look at major ones, and look at the ECG church, look at the Christian community, look at the community, and say, how do we resolve these issues, and how do we bring the solutions that will make people see uh, the role of the church and correct their own. So we have, we have got into that. They have also withdrew the, the case where I won the first one, and this one, there are other things that were going to come. So right now, because on their side, there is no fighting and there is a spirit of fixing issues. So I am not going to even go in details and dig and expose and whatever, because what I was looking at was to make sure that the, 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 the people who are crying as victims, they are hurt and they are assisted. And, and if that is happening... Uh, there is no more need for me. Though people feel that, fight on, prophet, you know, destroy the man and, and show who you are. That's not who I am. And my fighting on is peace. And again, lastly, Prophet Bushiri is in, is in jail right now. And uh, it, it's very hard for him. As we preach to every prisoner, uh, I don't see anything wrong if I engage with him. I also give him that spiritual assistance where I can, as a big brother, in the Lord. Because right now in our agreement is we all fall under the word we check, the biblical way as the body of Christ of resolving things. So they've come into that level. Because they've come into that level, there is no more need for me. I just couldn't. Uh, you know, cancel you, uh, it will have been unprofessional to say, no, I'm not talking. But I just want to bring it to you that we are on that, uh, uh, everybody now, to, to make sure that everybody's issues are addressed. It was in a personal vendetta. It was the, 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 the people. And these people are coming also from his church. Uh, most of them, just two, are from my church. We had all these issues. So we, we, we have sat around and we are praying for all these people. We are bringing solutions right now. When we're talking about yourself and particularly Prophet Bushiri, this, this goes way back. It's not just something that happened a month ago. You had always had 
this entire year, I've been seeing on both the news media and the social media about you and Prophet uh, Bushiri. And I'd like you to help us clarify the story that came out on the city press that was last year already. And that's why I'm saying the whole year this year. Last year already. No, tell me, tell me what beef is it? Just, just bring the facts because I never had any beef. I was always responding to, to just bring the facts. Let me allow it. Just give me the facts that you're saying there's always been because I will address any, any of those things. I'll give you the opportunity. I'll, I'll give you that opportunity, Prophet. And I want to read the headline so that you don't uh, take my word for it. The headline is from uh, the City Press, and this was posted on the fifth of March, two thousand nineteen. The headline reads: First, the resurrection pastor, now Bushiri, Prophet Mboro, is on a mission. Do you remember that headline, Prophet? Tell me the resurrection and the mission that that is. Oh, okay. Where I marched to his church. Yes, sir. Is that the one? No, there was an issue of uh, I went to heaven. That's right. I sold uh, pictures of 5,000 Jesus sleeping with a closer woman and all those other things. Uh, that story happened, and it happened again. Now, when, when it came up, Prophet Bushere's PR, did that, destroying my reputation. In their minds, they felt those people that, look, Prophet Mbaro is popular. If you bring him down, you will grow. Uh, they are prophets. Uh, everybody in South Africa who is black, every street, there is no street of no one who doesn't know my name in South Africa. The whole South Africa. Now, those things were damning to my character. It was a character fascination. When Prophet Bushiri faced challenges in 20, um, I think, 18, he came to me because there were attacks left and right in the corner. He said, look, Prophet, I'm going through this. Can you assist me? I said, but you also did some things to me. He said, no. That thing was done my PR, and I fired the guy who did that. And then it was on question time, and then we went there, and then he clarified that he didn't encourage that. It was not his permission. He fired that person. Then there came another one where a young man by the name of Tato said, no, he was paid by Prophet Bushiri to, to do that. He created, that one created a, what do they call, Photoshop picture. Then I said, now, Major One, let's talk about this thing and fix it. There was no one who was allowing me. He was not responding to me. So as a result, I said, now since this thing is not happening, now there's going to be a battle. When I said that, now other people with issues of that story of money and other things, then they saw that, oh, okay, Prophet Mbora is no more protecting Major One. Now we can come and bring. So instead of focusing on that issue, I could no longer get the opportunity. Now I had to address all, all, all these things until we met. So that one of 20, uh, I think 17, where, I mean 2019, where I went even to his church, even there, those, because there was no response to clarify, to clear my name, I had to go there without any appointment to demand that, you know what, tell this that we sorted it out and it was from you, from, from your people, and then he never responded. So that, actually, it didn't sit well with me because there is not even a single day where I attacked a major one in any way. In spite of so many things that I don't want to reveal now, that were coming from uh, his people, that's really, really rubbish. I've got a lot of fake Facebook accounts that are done in my name. My, uh, you know, a lot, a lot one that was rubbishing me. So now I'm saying to you, because we are, he's vulnerable right now, and he needs my support as a big brother. The victims need my support. So right now I'm in a, 
a different because I'm no longer fighting for victims only uh, because there's an admission of certain wrongs that are happening. So I'm on the correcting path so that the Christian community, because there are people who love me, there are people who love Major One, there are people who love both of us. Now that confusion, and, and, and I don't want to hear the name of God, you know, every time we hear the pastor has done this, the pastor has done that. The reason why I was supporting the victims and I was fighting so much, I wanted us to correct all negativity around the church. So they have come to the party to say, let's do this. Because of that, I will plead with you that I don't want to take out files and bring a lot, because I've put a lot on my Facebook uh, page. All the evidence is there. So once we meet and as we talk, a lot of those things I'm going to remove because if there's no more need for me to prove anything because if a brother and his people say, you know what, yeah, there was a wrong. Can you help us work in fixing things? Why must I carry on? Because the purpose was to prove that, you know what, they are wrong. So if the proof is accepted and the cases are withdrawn, so let's look into how do we uh, change lives. We've got unemployment, we've got COVID-19, we've got a lot of things. So how do we do something that will build our nation and that will build Christians so that we, we, we glorify God at the end? The I, war I, that I get not that. Uh, and, I, and I respect that, Prophet, and I appreciate that. That is very uh, helpful, especially for the purposes of our conversation right now. It is good to hear you say that. But my problem there is what happened, um, and I'm giving you only what is, is, is already in the public domain. I will not reveal anything that is not in the public domain since you are on a, a reconciliatory path. But let's just clarify what's already in the public domain. You All had right. received an apology already from Major One that was last year over the fake Facebook accounts. But you did not accept that apology. You said you wanted an apology in writing. Why? No, 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 no. I didn't receive any, any, any apology. Major one, I couldn't access him. I just didn't want to reveal that to the media. I was not. I was no longer accessible to to to, to him. Uh, I was blocked from his his phone at that time, so there was no communication at all. But I could not tell people because we had a covenant. Uh, you know what? Me, my weight, my people knows. My word is my signature. The promise I make is the promise I keep. But the story... To That's why on, even on, when... On, let me finish. Let me finish. That's why even when he was still accused, he went to court. I still went to court, still even if there was no communication, because there were people who were spreading a lot of things and saying, no, Prophet Mboro wants to destroy whatever. I went there to support him because for me, uh, it was it wasn't because right or wrong. It was just to see him and say, let's clarify these issues and, and correct things that are keeping on coming in his name, destroying the name of Christ and the church. So that was not allowed. So there is no apology that came last year. That's why I want, and if my name is tarnished publicly, there has to be a voice from his side to say, no, 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 no. We distance or we know this heaven story. It was done by our, our our people. This one, I'm standing because I'm withdrawing because we are going to meet again. We will make a joint statement together uh, of, 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 of 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 a way forward. So that that's it. So there was no apology uh, because there was no access. All right, I want to read this verbatim so that we are not uh, uh, talking about uh, a hearsay here. Again, this is a story that was already in the public domain. I've taken a decision since the Prophet has uh, decided to be reconciliatory. We will keep any other information that we're going to be presenting today on the program. We'll stick to only what is in the public domain. I want to again say this, Prophet, we appreciate that you are reconciliatory, especially as leaders in the Christian faith. But let's talk about what is already out there in the public domain. The story was published on the City Press on uh, 5th of March 2019 by journalist Ndombizodwa Makoba. And I want to read this verbatim, which is the predicate of my question. Why is it that there was an apology, but the prophet did not accept uh, 
that apology. I'm going to read just a few paragraphs so that you understand exactly where this is all coming from. This, and I quote, reads, In 2016, Mutsuwene made headlines for allegedly charging curious members of his congregation 5,000 rand to see a copy of the heavenly photo as evidence. Responding to these quote-unquote gone-to-heaven allegations, Mutsuwene said he wanted to put the matter to rest and laid the blame for the fake picture at the feet of Bushiri's communications team. Quote, and then they're quoting you now, Prophet. Quote, I have decided to expose the people who were behind the fake Gone to Heaven miracle campaign. That massive campaign was orchestrated and implemented by my brother in faith, Prophet Shepherd Bushiri's closest people who were running his PR campaign led by Kelvin. Close quote. On Tuesday, Mutsuening said he would be going to the enlightened Christian gathering to get his name cleared, to demand an apology in writing from Bushiri for the fake Facebook account. He said he feels the apology that was issued by Bushiri on SABC was not enough as he insists on getting a written letter that will clear his name full stop. Did that not happen, Prophet? Did you not receive an apology no, no, on SABC and you said, this is not enough, you want a written apology? Uh, when the story resurfaced again, it was still uh, his, his PR. So I said, if it happened that time, it is resurfacing again, now it's all over. Can you make a statement to the media, because it's in the media, to say, this thing was done by our PR, and we corrected it. This is not profitable. That's all I wanted. So since that didn't happen, I had to even send to media and say, I'm going there, because it was all over. Everybody was talking about it. Even if people knew that, I didn't do it. But it was, it was damaging. And bear in mind, I fought serious battles for Major One, when he was attacked. And our covenant then was we protect each other. If there's any wrong that comes my way, he will stand up. If there's any wrong that comes his way, I'll stand So me, I fulfilled my part, and he didn't. So I didn't even care about it. All I wanted was what was coming from that camp, just clarified to the public. So if, when that was refused, for me, that was not right. And as I say to you now, in the discussions we are having now, all the, 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 the things that were wrong, that were done against me, they have been admitted. We have worked on them as on this reconciliation because people make mistakes and, 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 and people don't see certain things. So now I don't want to go back because it will cause me to bring a lot of things and a lot of evidence. And now... For what we are doing now, this war, when someone says, I see where we have done wrong. We see what, where we have done wrong. Can we fix this and, and help rebuild? I cannot go back uh, on, on those other things. The current issues right now, there are people who are alleged victims, and he's going through a lot. Now, if the reason why I stood so hard was to bring the proof, as people would say, no, he's jealous of Major One. No, this is, this is lying. So as to prove that I'm not lying, there are issues. And Major One is a, is a prophet. There's an office that is occupying a high office of God. We need to correct things that are affecting the office. Where he is attacked wrongfully, he needs to be protected. Where he has done wrong, he needs to be confronted and told right. Where his members are doing wrong and all that, so am I, even to me. So right now, the biggest thing is, in the whole thing, so much is happening in the name of God. Right. And people are losing faith in God. So we are trying to say, where we can correct, instead of now standing, because there was a refusal. To change things. All right. All now, right. since there is a willingness to change things, I really don't even want to bring further evidence, even, you, you know, because it's not got really... It, got it. Uh, 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 uh. 
All right. for, for, for that. No okay. problem. That no we problem. Are, we are, we are I want to take some questions for you on the uh, from the public there, uh, Prophet. I'm going to open the lines 0891-104-207, 0891-104-207, and it reads your posts on Facebook. And if you're on WhatsApp and you'd like us to go on WhatsApp, we're taking your WhatsApp voice notes and texts on 0614-104-107, 0614-104-107. Remember, um, we have gone, we have decided not to continue with a set of questions that we're going to ask to the prophet purely because he has now taken a reconciliatory note and would like to respect that this is after all facts of faith this is not facts of interrogation you're listening to facts of faith all right all right let's see if we're going to try that again our numbers take these numbers instead uh 011-714-2006 if you want to call us, our other number is not working, so use this number, 011-714-2006. Call us on that number if you have any questions or comments for the Prophet. Uh, let's go to Gwena Butsane. Gwena Butsane writes, every Prophet, this is on Facebook, by the way, uh, every professional has a some kind of regulatory or statutory body to endorse some degree of legal, moral, and moral obligation to protect the integrity of the profession and protect people against any form of violation of rights or corruption or anything prone to mislead or take advantage of ordinary citizens. Therefore, the church must professionalized, must be professionalized and be subjected to a degree of control as Times are different. Our God is a God of order. That's Gwena Butsane. Thank you very much, Gwena, on Facebook. Still on Facebook, Tiriso Mushweshwa writes, The so-called charismatic pastors and prophets push their own agendas using the name of God. It's very sad and heartbreaking. Tiriso Mushweshwa on Facebook. Thank you. Writes also in Facebook, pastors of these days are competing. They don't care about preparing people for heaven. All they care about is fame, wealth, and many followers. Thank you very much, Pepe. On Twitter, we have Mlaizen. Is it Okay. Mlaizen. Z at Mlaizimz. Okay. Butcher that with apologies. Right, Bushiri is doing what many pastors have been doing, benefiting from the poor because they are lazy to look for work. Sono started Grace Bible Church and has been living off the poor for years when he when is he looking for work? Mboro too, there are many others, maybe it's just jealousy. Mloizen, um would you like to explain or substantiate what you're saying? Muluku 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 Muloto at Muluku Muloto writes Last week, hashtag Mboro told your sister station, Tobela FM, that he was a millionaire already. When hashtag Bushiri arrived in South Africa, please ask him how he made those millions of rands. All right, uh, Prophet, this one is a question for you. Please write it down. Muzi at 6 Muzi writes My question is for Mboro. Okay, he's got them listed. When did God call him? When did God commission him and for what exactly? What is his message that the world doesn't know? Where did God ever send a multitude of men on earth at the same time? They are not men of God, but scammers who use the Bible to con people. Right, um, those are tweets and uh, Facebook posts. Again, the numbers, uh, just, just go to the phone number for those of you who would like to call call me on 011-714-2006. We'll take your calls and give you the opportunity to put your questions and comments um, to the Prophet. Prophet, um, this is your chance. You can respond to the questions. Uh, number one, I'm a businessman and I'm a man of God and I don't steal from anyone and I don't owe anyone any information about my personal life, my business. Uh, I'm only uh, needed where there is a criminal case against me of any theft. And those who say jealousy, they are the ones who put us in this position that we ended up being on because I had to prove all the wrongs 
and all the evidence. And I had to go very deep and very high. And, 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 and those who didn't know, they ended up saying this is a personal battle between the two. Uh, if Major One himself indicated that if you check that interview of Question Time, he used to watch me in Malawi. And when I was busy doing extraordinary miracles in the name of God in South Africa, I donated 23 houses in this country. I rebuilt hostels in this country. I gave bazaaries. I ended up where I went broke because I gave all my wealth away. But I started over, and God blessed me. I've got things that I will not disclose right now. So for me, the gospel is to bring people to Christ and liberate them from low self-esteem, from slavery mentality, from unbelieving God, from inferiority complex, from being away from God and to God. And that really is for freedom Christ set us free. And also to make sure that people understand when there is COVID-19 now, to make people aware that we as the church, there is a healing God, which we proved when Mama Joy was having a breathing on, on, on oxygen of Orlando Pirates. I prayed for her over the phone immediately. She took the mask off. And, and there are many miracles that God is doing. And uh, uh, the rain story where there was drought, before I started to own farms, I was busy praying, and it rained. I ended up uh, owning farms and, 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 and two programs. So the role of the church is not what these people are, are, are thinking and the jealousy they are talking about. So if I wanted a lot of things, I wouldn't have given over 30 million, you know, uh, or, and all those other things. I would have kept a lot of things. So my point is, whether you like me or you don't like me, you have a right to hate me or to like me. It doesn't matter to me. So I am preaching Christ, and, and I'm changing lives. And the issue of Major One, we met along those lines, and also is one of the people who came to me for help. If I was jealous, I wouldn't have helped him. Even now, in this crisis he is in, his family came in, his church came in and said, let's make this, help us. Because you've been in the ministry longer. They understand that. So that's why I'm even assisting the whole situation. If I was jealous, I'll, I'll be rejoiced. I'll be doing more. But that more wouldn't glorify God. So I'm here to glorify God and to glorify Christ with my life. And that's it. All right, let's go to the calls. Those of you who have called us on the line, this is your chance. Let's take your calls. Uh... Let's go to Mary in Davidtown. Good evening, Mary. Hi, how are you? Well, thank you, Mary. Go ahead. I'm good. Uh, can I speak to Professor? Yes, go ahead, Mary. Okay. Uh, Professor Mboro, I would like to say thank you for everything that you've done for South Africa. It's unfortunate that uh, some people, they just take the negative. In fact, you don't really have the negative. They just created it. Babu? Done a lot. The prophet of God. You stand in the gap. So proud of you, prophet. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Mary. Let's go to Tabo. Thank you. Thank you, Tabo is in Katlehong. Good evening, Tabo. Yes, uh, this is Tabo speaking. Uh, to me, uh, I'd like to comment on Prophet Mpoho. Go ahead, Prophet Tabo. Mpoho, uh, he has been helping the poor from since from uh, from the small age. Prophet Mpoho was preaching from the small age group. Everybody knows him here in Katlung. Uh, Prophet Mboro has built about 25 houses and built 200 shek and buried uh, South African and foreign people. Mm. And Prophet Mboro gave, gave scholarship and rebuilt school and, and hostel. To me, Prophet Mboro is the father of the nation. And Prophet Mboro, uh, the best thing about him, he, he forgave Bushiri for destroying his image. Bushiri came here and destroyed Prophet Mboro. He created the fake pres- uh, Facebook a- account and created Photoshop of Prophet Mboro going to heaven. To me, that means Bushiri knows that Prophet Mboro is our, 
is our spiritual father in South Africa and is big in the spirit. All right. Thank you very much, Yabu. Appreciate your call. All right, um, uh, Prophet, um, I, I don't know if you'd like to respond to that one. Uh, it was just a comment also in support of you. But there's a question that I, I was hoping that you would respond to um, as best as you want to from Muluku Muluku Muloto. Right. Uh, last week at the uh, uh, hashtag Mburu uh, told your sister station, Tobela FM, that he was a millionaire already. When? Hashtag Bushiri arrived in South Africa. Please ask him how he made those millions of rands. Um, are you willing to respond to that? No, 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 no. You, you, you know what? Yes. My, 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 my finances and how what I do, uh, there, are, there are issues that are unfair. Okay. I really, I don't owe him, you know. If at least you are saying, I want to be successful, I want to do things, can you motivate me? But I don't owe him anything. Let me let me highlight this. You know EFF, right? I've been spoken about it. You know EFF. Say that again. Do you know EFF? The uh, the, the economic freedom fighters. Yeah. Yes, I know. You know its leader, Honorable Commander in Chief Julius Malema, Honorable Dr. Androzi. Yes, the, uh, the, Honorable Senior Advocate Dalimbofu, you know, and uh, 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 you know, let me say this Prophet Bushir is not the only one. Great leaders, when Mr. Julius Malema was insulted, attacked left, right, calling center, it was a very difficult thing to associate yourself with that man. I risked. I supported him. He came to our church. He came to my house. We had a number of meetings. I even campaigned for EFF. I supported it in all aspects. I don't want to say how. So, being not a member of EFF, and that time I had a political party that I, I really supported and I voted for and I stood for. And but I, 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 I stood three months. So you look at that. There was no benefit for me. You know, I've done so much. All right. But all you right. don't hear any, anything, uh, uh, you know. So I don't, it's not only Prophet Bushiri. Great leaders, they've been with me and I've supported them. Not only the poor, even the people that you see successful today. All right. I want to play some voice notes for you, sir, as well. We have people on WhatsApp. Those of you who sent texts and voice notes on WhatsApp, 0614-104-107. Here are your voice notes. Songezo, how are you? <laughs> I'm sorry, he thinks I'm Songez. It's alright, Songez is a Khatiba, Go ahead. <laughs> man in the studio explain the meaning of his name, please. And he's not telling us the truth. He is lying. What? Alright, um I, I'm I'm respectfully not going to put that question to Prophet Mbor. You cannot say he is lying and not back that up by anything. You cannot come on the radio and just say he is lying, sir, if you don't have any counter-argument. So for now, I will respectfully not even put that. If the prophet wants to respond to that, he'll respond to it, but it is not because I will ask him to respond to that. You can't come and say somebody is lying and you don't offer any counter-argument. Uh, let's move on to the next uh, Good evening. Please ask a prophet the borrow. Because the Bible says there is false prophets. And we need to be watch out of them. Then how do we know true prophets? Who did less true prophets of God? That's my question. Okay. All right. And is he a true prophet? If yes, who did let him so? All right, thank you very much. Just play the, the last one. Go ahead, Sylvester. Good evening, I, I just want to find out my brother from your uh, prophet there. No, I'm not a believer myself. I don't have a church, no mosque, no nothing. But I respect their belief, these guys. Listen here. Can these guys really pray for me and get into parliament? I don't have any card, member card, or any party, politicians, or whatsoever. I just want to be in parliament. 
because I've got the evidence someone has been sent to parliament because of one prayer. So just ask me a prophet if they can do that. I'm willing to visit their officer. Thank you very much, Naya. It's Patrick. I'm on the road, my brother. Thank you. All right. Um, before um, I give the opportunity to the prophet to respond, uh, just for public uh, announcement, did you know that the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research, the CSIR, is 75 years old? As part of its celebrations, the organization will be hosting a virtual conference on the 11th and the 12th of November 2020. You can attend any session at no cost at all. The CSIR is bringing you a range of interviews, virtual tours, webinars, and talks by local and international experts in fields ranging from health, advanced agriculture and food, manufacturing, mining, defense, energy, and then many, many more. To find out how the experts think the fourth industrial revolution and small business can help South Africa's economic recovery. For more information and to register, please visit www.csir75.co.za. This message is brought to you by the CSIR, an entity of the Department of Science and Innovation, CSIR, touching lives through innovation. Let's give this opportunity to the Prophet to respond to all of those that were coming through on WhatsApp. Prophet, you can respond. Uh, no, thank you. All I can say to people, uh, you want to go to the parliament, you don't just want to go there. God has given us different gifts and skills and talents. You find something that you can do that you're good at and that can change somebody's life, that can change your life, and that you can do. Because of time, the issue of false and true prophets, the Bible says you'll know them by their fruits. You know, and, and then that's it. And again, I would like to appeal to all South Africans, especially black people. Let's find a way that we can build each other and build this country. And in every person, there is right and wrong, good and bad. Let's look into the good that we can utilize to change our lives and change each other's. And I've helped so many people. What is said is, do unto others as you love them to do unto you. I will appreciate Linda, Ubelibatu, who thank and support and really share of what I've done and not forget, you know, that will encourage me and encourage others. And, and thank you for having me uh, in the show. And uh, Prophet Bushiri, he needs the grace of God like anybody else. The victims need the grace of God. We also need the grace of God. Got it. Let's see how we can resolve this problem. Thank you. Thank you very much, Prophet. Appreciate your time. Once again, I want to state this openly and very clearly. This platform is for any and every faith, organization, and leader. Prophet Bushiri, while he is in detention, if he feels he would like to come and speak on the telephone, on any platform, that would afford the South Africans to hear him would open that platform. Whether it is before, during, or after his trial. It's really a public broadcaster and a public platform. With that said, I want to thank the Prophet Muboro Mutsuining for coming through. From me, Nailu Pondona, and the team, have a wonderful evening and Godspeed.